All right, we are no longer recording or streaming. <sighs> Can I say now? <laughs> A great way to support Daily Thunder is by visiting one of our partners, Shopgood. Shopgood has you covered on all Thunder-related clothing items, including original and hand-printed shirts, hats, and stickers for both adults and kids. Be sure to check out our Thunder Shield tee, which pays homage to Oklahoma's Native American culture and state flag. To view Daily Thunder's entire catalog at ShopGood, visit shopgoodokc.com daily thunder. Thank you for listening to this podcast and for supporting Daily Thunder. Oh, here we go. Oh, time. deep breaths. And you guys can feel free to unmute for any reactions you want to do. New Orleans at 10 is big. Like Ryan said earlier, their team that always jumps up. If this is Sacramento, it is. Okay, we're chalked so far through nine. I literally cannot breathe. <laughs> All right, eight needs to be Chicago. Ooh, it's Orlando. Chicago just moved up. Oh, wait, no, that means... That means they stay because Orlando gets that pick. So that's good. Okay, so we're still chalk. Down to seven. This is dangerous. This is where the Thunder could show up. Warriors. That means Minnesota fa- fell out of the top four. All right, here we go. Ah. Oh. oh, that's brutal. Who's five? Dang. All right, so that's. Uh, not the worst case scenario, but the second worst case scenario for the Thunder. <laughs> Six, sixteen, and eighteen. Womp womp. And the yeah. Rockets dodge a bullet. Well, look. I mean, I, I think that this is it's obviously bad news, but I, I do think that the Thunder are going to be able to trade up into, you know, into the three, four, five range. So we'll, we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. Four or five might be a possibility. You know, I think trading in the top three, will take future picks and, you know, it might be worth it if there's the guy you want at three, but. So, uh, so impressed. felt something in deep in his spirit. We all noticed he, <laughs> he didn't seem ex- exceptionally hyped for this. Well, well now he can start planning. That's what he was. He was waiting for. He just wanted the list. And, and then they'll plan accordingly. Um, but, you know, there's going to be – he's going to have 800 options because of all the future picks and stuff that the, that the team has. So, um, I don't know. It, not what we, not what the fans want, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it kind of uh, takes who's it out of the draft. So, uh, our reactions from our audience includes a small market complaining that it was rigged against a small market. Well, I, I think we should say this was the most likely outcome, right? They, like had a 75, a they had a 75% chance of a top five pick. Yes, but landing at six was the most likely outcome for the Thunder. They had a 27% chance. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's... This is, the, this, the, is, this is gutting. Like, this is gutting. This is the worst. And no one wants to hear it, but disaster is relative, it, it, with relative right. to the way they were set up, this is disastrous. But having three picks 
uh, in the first round is not a disaster. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I mean, coming. the Bulls really is, are the big loser of this, I think. I know nobody wants to hear that, but the Bulls and the Timberwolves both lost. They don't have any picks, and they those are franchises that desperately need them. So I think Presti has the ammunition to get into three within reason uh, if he feels strongly about it to get to number three or below. I can't imagine that if he really wanted it and thought it was worth it, he wouldn't go up that high. I think one and two is a little, you know, yeah. who knows who could break in there. Uh, snap mock draft from Jonathan Gavoni at Draft Express. Pistons, Cade, Rockets, Jalen Green, Cavs, Evan Mobley, um, Thunder, Scotty Barnes. Um, like, like, I would, I would just, I would just rather not take him. I'd rather, <laughs> I would rather not have him. <laughs> like, I, I will. I'm, I'm gonna try and channel like the chat. This is <laughs> awful. It, like, it cannot be sugarcoated. This is horrible. They went through like, as someone who watched. 72 games this year uh-huh. and recorded recorded words into a hot microphone for most of them. <laughs> this is disaster. This is horrible. There's no way around it. Like Scotty Barnes and 16 and 18. They can't take Scotty Barnes. They can't just sit at six and take Scotty Barnes. They have to trade up. So, but, but now we are at the mercy of, of teams in better positions which is the life of this team since Durant left. We are at the and before. We are at the mercy of other teams. And I don't know how you can spin this in a positive light. Like are the Bulls losers? Yeah, but they also play in Chicago. Like this is horrific for Oklahoma City. This Last was their question. Big, this was their huge chance and I feel like they really missed it. And I, th- I think I think we can uh, all come together on that. Um, both are more emotional and less emotional and more tanky and less tanky fans. So, like, the, the tanky fans, Team Tank wanted, you know, Cade, Mobley, Green, Suggs, or more of them. Uh, and, of course, the anti-tankers didn't want to tank, right? Does this guarantee that we have more tanking? in our immediate yeah. future. Well, that's what I was going to, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Like, let's say that like the Timberwolves come and say, we'll, we'll trade you. We'll take number six. Um, and we'll give you two future first round picks. Would you, would you do that and just punt on this year and try to build more assets to get another chance at a top pick. And it's, and another year of, not, another year not, of, not as prime, rookie. but another year, another loss Shea year. No, I, yeah, I'm I, I'm in trade up mode. I don't I don't want to trade out of six. Um, I, I don't I I think that if you want to build something around Shea, now is the time to get, you know, one of these four guys. And next year, I'm I'm excited about next year's class too. And we're going to be right back here a year from now doing the lottery thing. Um, is did trade you know, did, get- did Shea did Shea just become? Did did Shea just become uh, more or less tradable? I feel like I feel like I we have to that. at least entertain the entertain the thought of Shea being moved. Cray Cray has quite the look on his face. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is like that's how bad this is. 
we, we I mean, we have we're on a timeline here, and that timeline was either going to align with Shea or it wasn't going to align with Shea. And number six, a guy number six doesn't really feel like it aligns with Shea. Couldn't agree more. I don't, I, I'm not there yet. I think that Shea is going to sign a hundred and eighty million dollar contract extension this year for five years, and they have time to continually like have a winning culture, build something around Shea, see you know, see that, how things develop, try to be aggressive in this draft, be aggressive, you know, in, in other ways in the trade market, and. I, like, I, I don't think this is uh, – ask me after the draft, and I may be as, as down on this situation as Ryan is. But I'm, I'm not there yet. I, I, I think that there's still a lot of maneuverability here. Not nearly as much as anybody hoped or as there should have been, but I'm, I'm not in, like, total burn-it-all-down mode yet. Well, yeah, I think we got to wait for the draft. But I'll, I'll tell you what, if, if we keep – if we pick at six and that's our guy, I'm going to feel really sick in my stomach. We either got to totally move agree. up – or we gotta move. We gotta move out and build future assets. Uh, six is yeah, not. What I mean, we I, need to... six is really bad. I mean, Scotty Barnes has some measure of upside, but like that's not. I mean, come on. Like, I think the the upside comp for him is Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi took too long to become you know what Oklahoma City needs to be for Shea's running mate for Shea to still be here. So, yeah, I I, I think that they will move up to three or four, find a way, overpay, get it done. And, you know, Shea will have either green or Suggs to, to run with. That's, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to wildly speculate um, somewhat uh, informed, you know, from Paul George to Russell Westbrook, to Chris Paul, to Al Horford, likely with Kimba Walker in their future, like, all of the there's been clear, clear signs that you know the front office and the player have worked hand in hand. There's no surprises, right? Um, and we know that Shea's on board with the team and the strategy. We don't know what was promised to him <laughs> as far as you know how many losing seasons are endured. We also don't know, you know, the team didn't know he's gonna be this good this fast either. Um, yeah. so who who knows, you know, I Honestly, before season Shea's season, before he you know exploded this season, uh, I don't think Presti had any intention of speeding a rebuild like like sitting through another two, three, four seasons out of the playoffs, right? Yeah. Um, and any everything that's come out of his mouth is not like you know he's not saying we're going to tank forever, but he is absolutely saying patience is key. We're not going to speed anything up. The plan yeah. is the plan. So who knows what Shea thinks? Um, you know, I, I don't think players care that much about exactly where you land in the lottery, but who knows what Shea thinks about, you know, the call after the draft is over and the deals are made or not made. And, you know, Presti says, okay, this is not a playoffs. We're not going to try for the playoffs this year. Uh, maybe he's expecting that. Maybe he's not. Maybe there is, you know, some little, <laughs> uh, some handshake uh, things going on, like have happened with other players, you know, that, uh, you know, you play well, we support you. We're not going to imprison you on a tank team forever. That's he's speculation. He's so young. I don't know. I mean, they're about to give him $180 million. Like, I, I think that's going to buy a little bit of goodwill. I mean, we just saw Devin Booker. He's in the playoffs for the first time. It's your six. 
Shea's already been to the playoffs twice. I mean, yeah. it's, and they were a 500 team this year before he got hurt. Like, I, I don't, I don't think Shea is like, I need to be on a contender right now. I'm 22 years old. It's my time. I, I don't think it's, I, I mean, could we look up in three years and Oklahoma City's trading Shea because he's unhappy? And can we point back to this night saying like, that's where it all started? Like, that's where things started to go downhill? Yeah, I think that's a possibility. But I, I think that it's too early right now to, to go there. No, I don't think Shea could expect us to be the, make the playoffs or anything within the next one or two years. But now the question is, too, where we, we didn't get the pick that we needed to get a game changer that or at least you feel confident we got a game changer. We need to be bad next year, right? Yeah. they're. Gonna, and, I mean, I don't think they're going to bottom out like they did this year, like go two and 23. But but we need to. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah. I don't I don't want the I don't. I don't want the eighth best odds at number one pick. And and the the team when healthy wasn't that bad. And I don't think the team as constructed is is a is a bottom three team if Shea's healthy next year. And so, you know, what are you gonna do about that? Because does Shea want to play to to win 25 games? I do think that a Dort trade is more likely now, now that you, you know, talk through that. I mean, Dort's somebody that could really help a contender. Is there a chance that Mobley falls past Cleveland? Like that? Is there is there a chance he doesn't get taken until four? No, I mean Cleveland has to take him, right? Because like they they have spacing issues on the wing, so they can't take Kaminga or Barnes. Well, they, they got, can't take. They got Jared. Sexton. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't think they see him as like a super long term. I mean, maybe. I guess the scenario here is. Uh, Houston takes Jalen Green and um, Cleveland decides to move on from Sexton. And so they say, all right, we'll take Suggs and we'll believe in Jared Allen. But I think it's more likely that Houston takes Mobley at two or sorry. Yeah. Houston takes Mobley at two and then the Thunder can trade up to three for one of the guards with the Cavs. If you're Cleveland, though, would you rather have Jared Allen and Jalen Suggs or Colin Sexton and Evan Mobley? I'd rather have Sexton and Mobley, but I don't know. I mean, Sexton was pretty good. I know he gets a bad rap for not passing it, but he, I think he scored 24 points a game this year pretty efficiently for – he's only, what, 22? I mean, he's the same draft as Shea. We also don't know. We also don't know um, Presley's thoughts on future classes, future draft classes. This could be a year where he's totally out on the top five or ten or whatever prospects coming into the draft. Uh, Not that he would ever, you know, this early, you know, before someone's eighteen or nineteen, completely rule them out. But uh, he could be less concerned about this year but then also really like the year after. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, guys, like, there's still, like, Amoni Bates is probably, it might be a better prospect than Kate Cunningham, right? Like, yeah. uh, Wombon, I don't know how to say his last name, Victor W., um, Chet Holmgren, Paolo Banchero, uh, Ty Ty Washington. Like, there are guys, and there's a few more that I'm not even naming, that are going to be franchise-chasing guys. And Thunder are going to be in the, the Thunder are going to be in the lottery here. With either with their own pick or somebody else's pick, likely for five years, six years, like we're gonna we're gonna do this again. So, and there will be other important nights. Um, 
and maybe this one will buy a little bit of goodwill. Here's what I'll say to channel the comment reaction. And I think we need to hear from Ryan again uh, without any cursing or anything, but uh, <laughs> the, the first comment I remember after the Clippers win at the end of the season, uh, I can't remember who said it in the Daily Thunder readers, but was welcome to Oklahoma City, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> and that feels like a haunting <laughs> reaction at this moment. So kudos to whoever of you cursed us with that. Uh, there, there are multiple, there are multiple wins that, that sting even more. And we oh, jumped God. on, we jumped on post game shows to just vent about the possibility of those wins coming back to bite them, namely Boston, namely at Milwaukee without Shea, um, the last, the last night of the season, um, at Toronto, like Toronto looks, Toronto looks genius for pulling the plug and not going for the play in, um, like, if if you want anything encouraging for me, you guys are gonna have to start talking. <laughs> no, I'm getting there too. I'm getting I'm rewinding back to being upset after wins because like I said at the time, it's like, okay, was Al Horford, you know, getting okay, we just had it. What was the the best, you know, turnaround from the Al Horford being on the roster and winning us a couple extra games? Pick number sixteen, right? Uh, was that worth it? Uh, George Hill, who we could have, the Thunder could have flipped, you know, in the off season before. What was the value in sitting on him to cough him up to the Sixers? Was it worth it? <laughs> like all the, you know. I, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I, I think Oklahoma City did all they could and, and maybe even a little bit more. Like, I mean, that, that's my perspective. I, I think that I mean, yeah, there are teams that jumped Oklahoma City that had worse odds than the Thunder. It's just this is all gambling, right? Like the Thunder got unlucky tonight, but I think that they did just about all they could, especially with resting Gord down the stretch. I mean, they went they, they finished the season two and twenty three. I mean, no, I, I don't, I, I, don't, I, don't fault them. I don't fault them for how they. I mean, I'm not. I don't say that to say I blame the way that they handled the season. Uh, for what happens tonight. Cause like, like you're saying so much of it is out of their control. Um, but those, it, it is, I mean, this is a night of chance and they, those wins hurt their chances. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think they won five games without shade this year. I would point to that more than like a Horford or, or Hill thing. Um, Agreed. Well, it's all of those things, right? I mean, it is all of them. And it's just straight luck. I mean, it's just, they had a, this is what, like a 25% chance of this happening, which sounds low, but that is substantial. And it, I mean, it happened. So it's a bummer, but again, I'm, I think that they're going to trade up. I think Presti will overpay and, and take one of the guards, one of the really exciting prospects and, It'll just be like the Thunder landed at four, right? Like, <laughs> you know. I will say there's been a positive siding in our comments. Franz says he really likes Scotty Barnes and thinks he could be a superstar. So Franz, I, Franz Wagner? Yeah, Franz Wagner. <laughs> I, 
I was reading uh, Chad Ford is report, reported uh, apparently within the last week or two that Oklahoma City has Barnes at number three on their board. So I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe uh, I mean, who knows? But that's that that has been out there. Okay, I think we, let's wrap it up. Would you, would you wrap, should we do predictions? Yeah, we need to do a roundtable on like okay, um, each of us. Let's do. Uh, where the Thunder draft at? So three questions. Where the Thunder draft at? Like what slot? Uh, is, is their best pick. We don't have to worry about all the domino effects of how they trade to get there. So where they draft at for their first selection in 2021, who they pick, number two, and then win total for the upcoming season. The plan 82. I think that's the plan. Yeah. Um, I think they draft Jalen Green at number three. And I think they win like 27 games. Um, I would say they'll probably take, they'll, I think they'll draft the best available player at four and, and win like 25. I'll say they'll win five or six too many games. <laughs> okay well, and let me do the so at their their win percentage last year would have been a 25 win season in an 82 game pace i mean this next year's team is probably going to be worse just because of how many rookies there that are going to be i mean they have five draft picks i assume they'll consolidate to two or three um I don't expect Kemba Walker to play a tremendous amount, and we'll see what else they do. But I, I think next year's team is is worse than than this year's team. I'm gonna I'm gonna be hopeful and say Jalen Green at three. Win total identical twenty two, only worse since it's an eighty two game season. Uh, well. I, I'm going to say welcome to Oklahoma City, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> and, uh, yep, win, uh, win uh, 31 games next year. Ah, oh, the darkest timeline. <laughs> yeah, God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Scotty, Barnes, dark. It, Scotty, Barnes, you're welcome. Scotty Barnes, you're welcome on the Daily Thunder podcast anytime you want. <laughs> Well, Scotty Barnes come up in the Oklahoma city and prove us all wrong. We've been we've been dogging on here the whole time. Oh my gosh! How many, the, the poor how, how the poor prospect who's worked his whole NBA career and you know loves the Thunder organization gets picked as a lottery pick at number six, and the the fans are like, "No, we want to be bad." Wait, is Scotty <laughs> Barnes a Thunder fan? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, it's just a weird situation. There's a lot of weird I, draft situation, but it could be very weird for that player. If the Thunder did take Barnes at six, I think it would take approximately uh, two and a half summer league quarters for the Thunder fan base to talk themselves into Scotty Barnes. So, uh, I mean, we don't have Brandon. Brandon feels down right now, but <laughs> Brandon will be telling us how great Scotty Barnes could be, and that you know he sees a lot of oh, upside. Poor Brandon. He'll Brandon pick with a shot group of people. And, yeah. <laughs> Brandon's poor, in my poor Brandon. Poor Brandon has to record podcasts with me leading up to the draft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wore God. my I wore my bombing uh, 
bombing memorial uh, jacket uh, as well. Thought it would bring us some, some good luck. Some Oklahoma City, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, I this is really bad, but I I don't think it's a nail in the coffin. Is how I would summarize it. Maybe we do need to put a nice little bow on this. We should, we should wrap up your your current emotions in one word before we uh, close it. You first, Spencer. Unsatisfied. <laughs> I'll say gutted. <laughs> Pessimistic. Pain. <laughs> yeah, it's the pain, Jeff. Bewilderment. It'll be okay. I'm going to go for a long walk, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that, that'll conclude us um, caring way too much about ping pong balls and uh, guys throwing a round leather bouncing ball at a basket. <laughs> which is what we do at Daily Thunder. <laughs> and uh, we'll figure out how to complain or be excited about the draft to come, the trades to come, and the, the year to come. Uh, and uh, we need to get Brandon on with Ryan ASAP to cheer everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for streaming with us. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, sorry it was not a, a happier uh, result, uh, but thanks for supporting Daily Thunder. Uh, make sure if you haven't checked it out already, check out our Patreon, check out our merchandise at shopgoodokc.com. Um, shoot us your comments, reactions, questions, everything. We appreciate you all, and uh, you'll hear from us again soon. See you soon, Scotty. If you like this podcast and other Daily Thunder content, please consider supporting us on our Patreon page. For just $5 a month, you get access to our morning roundups of Thunder News, Notes, and Commentary. It all gets sent to your email automatically, along with our jam-packed weekend edition newsletter that has exclusive and early release content. For $6 or more a month, you qualify for things like free t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, and special live event passes. For more information, visit patreon.com slash dailythunder. Thank you for listening to this podcast and for supporting Daily Thunder. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Daily Thunder. Be sure to check out other NBA pods on the Hoopheads podcast network, including Cavalier Central, Nuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, Spanning the Spurs, Hashtag Lakers, Motor City Hoops, X's and O's NBA Breakdown, LA Hoops, The Wizards Hoops Analyst, At the Buzzer, and Lakers Fast Break. There are also coaching-focused podcasts. Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, The CoachesMaze.com Podcast, Players Court, Bleachers and Boards, The Green Light, and Courtside Culture. Oh, and don't forget the network's flagship, the Hoop Heads podcast, hosted by Mike Cleansing and Jason Sunkel, and featuring the best minds in the game from its grassroots to the NBA.